Hey, it's Daniel, and today I'm joined by Michelle. I'm sorry, the number you have called is unavailable at this time. Just kidding, I'm here. Sure, this is good chat. This is good chat. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing? Terribly. I don't know if you can hear my voice, but I'm having a bit of a situation where I can't talk. So. Oh, that must be very nice for people around you. I mean, it's really hard for the people around me, really, because they're denied my wisdom. All right, fair enough. So what's going on? Okay, I just want to say that it's not COVID, right? Okay. It's something else, something far more sinister. I have this problem where I don't have very good vocal hygiene, you could say. So you haven't been scrubbing your vocal cords? Exactly, which is very important twice a day. (laughs) No, so it's just I talk loud, I clear my throat a lot, I tend to do a lot of things that are not good for my voice, and now I'm paying the price. We're in lockdown at the moment, so I'm doing this over the phone, but as I'm talking to you right now, Daniel, I'm sitting over a Vicks steam inhaler. Wow. Not sponsored. My face is very wet, but it's helping me get the words out. Well, I really, really appreciate you joining me today and putting in all of this effort. Well, it's fine because I know you don't have another episode planned, so we got to get it done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> have you been going with the whole lockdown situation? I've quite enjoyed myself, to be honest. I've ordered some books and I don't usually read, but I'm starting to. I remember a little bit ago you mentioned you read a Star Wars book and it was the first time you read a book in years. Yeah, well, I've ordered two new ones, so I can't wait for those to come. Are they Star Wars books as well? Of course. Of course. <laughs> I'm sure I'll branch out eventually. Branch out into Star Trek. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. (laughs) Not to trigger the Trekkies. So what else have you been up to? I actually took leave in the middle of all of this. So I was at home for a full week and people were like, oh, doing that during lockdown. Are you sure? I'm like, I've never been more sure of anything in my life. No, I agree. Yeah, it was beautiful. Every moment I shared with myself. (laughs) That sounds wrong. (laughs) But just like being here, just being able to do nothing. Just enjoying downtime, right? Exactly. And it's been a while since I've just had some time off. So it was really appreciated. But I know I don't sound like I've had time off, but it was a very relaxing period. Yeah, it sounds like you've been having a party every single night. Definitely not. This has all been a result of years of vocal abuse towards myself. You did mention to me, though, that you wrote a screenplay during that time. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, that old thing. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm really into TV, right? Yes. And I think it's my favorite format for storytelling. Movies are too short. Books are too long. TV shows are just right. And I always thought I could write a really good TV show. So that's what I've done. You wrote a really good TV show? Well, I think it's good. Don't worry, everyone. I'm not quitting my day job by any means. Yeah, please don't. It was just something fun to do. I did it during my leave in lockdown. I think it's a great way to spend your time to put yourself into a creative project like that. Yeah, and all these people who haven't even read it yet have been super supportive and been like, send it off to a production company or the TV people. But I've actually learned that that's not how the industry works. No. Look, I don't expect anything to come of it. I'll probably put it online eventually, give it to friends to read. But it was just a fun project to do. Yeah, i definitely like to read that. Are you sure? Probably not. Because don't make promises you don't keep. <laughs> no, I'd be interested to read it. So what was the screenplay about? Oh, uh, okay. This is kind of cringe to talk about, but no surprise. It's about witches. Oh, yeah, the yes. Charm fan made a TV show about witches. Mm. Yeah, everyone's shocked. But it's a bit different in that it's kind of like Charmed is about what happens when good people get powers, right? Yeah. So what I've done is what happens if bad people get powers. Ooh. So it follows these anti-hero characters. They kind of use their magic for bad, but you kind of root for them as well. Kind of like Dexter, how he kills bad people. I never watched Dexter. It's 
coming back. I'm super excited. Okay. You're not, but I <laughs> the, enough about me, Daniel. Let's talk about you. Oh, that doesn't sound like you, Michelle. I know I'm trying something different because it hurts to talk right now. <laughs> what have you been doing? I haven't been up to anything at all, actually. I've just been staying at home as much as I can. I've been trying to avoid even going grocery shopping. That a boy. Going for walks when I can, just to start my day right and just, you know, taking it day by day. Oh my God, you lifestyle guru. Hi guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. <laughs> I've also been spending my time listening to a lot of music, listening to the records and just enjoying that as well. Well, you know, music makes the people come together. Yes, that is what they say. Mm. I did put together a table. That's probably the highlight of my time. Oh, well, tell me about this table. What kind of table? Where is it? What are you using it for? It's a coffee table and it's got two drawers in it as well. Oh, where'd you get it from? I got it from Fantastic Furniture. Actually, when I was putting it together, you build it upside down to start with and then you flip it over. And while I was flipping it over, I broke one of the table legs and I just thought, oh my God, failure. I actually called them and asked them if it was possible to get a replacement leg. They were very, very helpful and told me to come back and bring the part in and they just basically swapped it over for me. Oh, for free? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I went home and I finished the table and everything's good and I'm so grateful that they were were very, very helpful. Fantastic furniture, fantastic customer service. This is not a plug. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it sounds like a plug, but... It's really not. Anyway, some free promo for them. I had something similar happen when I was trying to put together a wardrobe for my Kia, and it was the most stressful experience of my life. You had to slide in the glass, those wall glass panels, and you had to slide them in, and they cracked two of them in the process. Nice. I was very emotional. <laughs> I just ended up going and buying two new mirrors. But it got done in the end, but it was tricky. It was a bit scary because glass and mirrors. Of course, yeah. Seven years. <laughs> yeah. So, Michelle, what are we talking about today? Oh, I don't think we've got anything planned. This is either going to be the best podcast we've ever done or the worst podcast we've ever done. And I'm not going to lie, there's a lot working against us today, Daniel. I was going to say, I feel like probably more of the latter. Yeah, because I sound like crap. We have nothing prepared. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the theme of this whole time right now anyway, just taking it as it comes. Mm, very on brand. Yeah. Speaking of very on brand, overthinking, I think having a lot of downtime, especially now, may give us some extra time to overthink things. Have you been experiencing this? Yeah, this is going to be such a deep topic. <laughs> just dive right in. Yeah, let's work through some stuff right now. <laughs> What's the saying? The devil's idle hands, something. Danny Minogue says, dirty hands I demand, but it's not the same thing. No, it doesn't sound like it. That sounds like something very different. <laughs> I actually have this thing that if I feel like I'm not being productive enough, I start to get anxious for no reason. So even if I don't have a lot to do, I could be something as simple as, oh, I need to do the dishes. If I don't do it and I'm just going to be sitting, wasting time watching TV or something, I will start to get very anxious and be like, oh, there's something I've got to do. I've got to do it. So there's that. If I'm doing nothing, I'll, I tend to start to get anxious over trivial things. Yeah. But then there's also time to reflect on perhaps some of the more critical things going on in life. Yeah. I do this thing that I tend to remember cringy things that I've done and said. And especially during lockdown when I'm not doing much, those memories can just attack me at any moment. Yeah. It's usually something's so not a big deal, but I'll just be enjoying myself, playing some games, and then, oh, hello, memory. Yeah. I think because you do have so much downtime, these things, they kind of consume you because you think about it for a long time, you get in your own head about it, you stop seeing the bigger picture and you just overthink the overthinking. It becomes the hugest deal. 
But you know what? I mean, they say a lot of the time no one else is thinking about this thing that you did or you said. Yeah. But that's not true because I remember other people's embarrassing moments. <laughs> it's probably something so unique for me, but I do get secondhand cringe quite easily because I'm such an empathetic person, clearly. Yeah. If I see someone's embarrassed or feeling awkward or they're having a bit of a cringe moment of their own, I will feel that and I will remember it. <laughs> Forever. Forever. That's probably what's happening right this very second around the entire world everybody is thinking of that time that you did that really silly thing yeah but i like to hope that most people aren't like me and they're not obsessing over other people's mistakes and i don't like this about myself i can't deny that it happens yeah i don't just remember my own cringy moments i remember other people's and i hope that they're not as bothered by their mistake as i was and usually it's not even a mistake it's just something that's not a big deal yeah Well, this lady one time told me, don't laugh at other people's misfortunes. And I'd like to think that I learned that lesson. Also, she was wearing a $30 t-shirt, which in those days was a lot of money. So I would trust her. You know what I mean? She told you not to laugh at other people's misfortunes. And before that, you had no idea that that was a bad thing before this lady came into your life. Yeah, I guess I didn't. But she taught me. Wow, the wisdom... Breaking news, sorry to interrupt your regular programming, but I just got a text message informing me that, as the announcement has just been made, there are 239 confirmed cases today. Oh my gosh, is that higher? I don't think it is, but it's up there. Oh my God, not good. Hashtag live react. I remember when everyone said this was going to be over in six weeks. Yeah, I honestly can't tell you how many weeks it's been. I actually have no idea. Actually, me too. It's probably been like two weeks. It's probably, yeah, it's probably been long, but it still has been a while. One day at a time, Michelle. We'll have to keep recording episodes like this. Yeah, I do miss you. Oh, you say the sweetest things. <laughs> Sorry, just some breaking news of my own. My face is completely drenched right now. Nice. Um, it's doing wonders for your skin, I'm sure. I hope so. Moving on. So yeah, I'm just going to pick out some random topics and see what we have to say about them. So mobile phones, internet, how do we feel about these things? We've maybe touched on this before as well. Yeah. But let's talk about it again. I'm not someone that really needs my phone by my side at all times. I can sometimes come home and leave my phone somewhere and completely forget about it all weekend, much to the frustration of, well, you. Me, yes. (laughs) And others that, for me, it's all about my laptop. I always need an internet connection on my laptop. I guess it's because I don't go out much, so... (laughs) For people who are more outgoing, having a mobile is their equivalent. But to me, I just, I spend way too much time on my laptop. Fair enough. I'm never without my phone. And I don't remember what life was like before. I feel like I'd be lost without it. And I don't understand how you'd come home and forget about it for the entire weekend. I really would like to be able to do that. I rely on it too much. I tell you what happened to me recently, though. This is something I learned. So I've actually stopped answering calls of phone numbers I don't know. And to a lot of people that might seem like, of course you shouldn't, but I didn't know this. There are companies that will, or robocalls you'll get, right? They're designed just to check if the number is active. So if someone answers the phone and you say hello, they save that and then they sell your phone number to a whole bunch of like really dodgy companies, telemarketers and scams and all that. All right. And so... I answered one call thinking it was something else. And then literally 24 hours after that, I was getting about 16 calls a day from different numbers. Oh, wow. It lasted for maybe about a week because I stopped answering. Because I used to think that you should answer your phone because you never know what it's about. But now I'm dual leap. I did a full 180. I don't answer my phone. If it's important, they'll leave a voicemail. That's fair enough. But I did not know that. 
Yeah. No, no, it was it was so extreme. It was so dramatic. It was like constant calling. I actually have gotten a few calls where basically they call you from a number that is very similar to your own, except maybe the last three numbers are different. And it's a call that you pick up and basically it's a recorded message that tells you that there's a warrant out for your arrest. I hate them. Have you ever called the wrong number and had it been really awkward? I can't say that I have or at least nothing that sticks out in my mind. I had an experience. It was not a big deal, but I called the wrong number. They didn't pick up. And then this was before my scam calls experience. Yeah. And then the number called me back. And obviously, I didn't have the number saved. And they're like, is this Sandra? <laughs> and it was so awkward because I forgot that I made the call because he called me quite a bit later, this gentleman. Yeah. And so we were just on the phone really confused for a while. And I'm kind of embarrassed how long it went on without either of us realizing that we were not who we thought we were. And I was just like, what do you want? And he was like, hey, just give me a call back. And it's like, the call back about what? And then it got to a point where he was just like, oh, is this Sandra? <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm Michelle. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Who is she? I don't know her. <laughs> Who is she? A drag her. Say her. Wow. But yeah, that was my wrong number experience. This was prior to the lockdowns and all of that, but I had the battery in my phone replaced and they'd have the phone for about half an hour or so. And in that time, I thought, oh, I'll just head over to a grocery store because I want to grab some stuff. And I didn't exactly know where the shop was. And I just thought I'll just pull out my phone and Google Maps this and I'll walk over there. But I didn't have my phone because the battery is getting replaced. And I just realized, wow, I really rely and depend on these things. So my life was basically ruined because I didn't have my phone for half an hour. Oh, yeah, that's valid because, I mean, I never go out, but I always have this nightmare. Okay. So it's never actually happened to me, but being lost in a city and in the stream, there were no signs. Yeah. And I didn't have my phone. And I remember in the stream, I was trying desperately to get somewhere because time was of the essence for reasons I can't remember. And it was very stressful. So I imagine this, this was kind of like your experience. Mm. I definitely rely on my phone for I would have no idea where I'm going. My mom is always like, just get the street directory. It's like, oh, no. Do they still make those? I think they do. Okay. Ever since I got my license, I immediately bought a GPS because on your provisional license, the law was they don't trust people to use their phone for GPS because you'll be getting text messages and phone calls. And obviously, the person that wrote that law didn't realize how few text messages and phone calls I get, but understandable. I got the GPS, but... I certainly remember mum and dad whipping out the street directory on road trips and having to figure out where to go. I mean, I'm not trying to throw back to the last episode in the 90s, but just speaking on that same topic, there were days where you'd have to use a street directory. And also, if you wanted to make a phone call, you'd just find a payphone, I guess, and go and make a phone call in this random booth. Yeah. And I also got to say, I listened to the last episode, highly relatable content. I did not go to primary school during the 90s. You weren't born yet. I know. A lot of things you said were still relevant, so I love a shared experience. Yeah. But also, this is something I found out. My mom was telling me, she was on Facebook as Mumba, and she came across this post that was like, tell your children something shocking about technology that they wouldn't know. Yeah. And she told me, it was probably back in the 70s, 80s, I don't know, she said that there was a phone number that you would have to call in order to know what the time was. Oh, yes. Growing up, we used to call it sometimes just to check the time when we were setting the time on something. Oh, my gosh. See, that to me, as someone who was young, (laughs) that to me is crazy because I just remember stopping and thinking about that for a moment being like, but wait, couldn't you just check? Oh, no, you couldn't because there was no internet, obviously. There was no digital clocks. 
there was no mobile phones to tell you what the time was. I remember being like, well, what about the TV? Surely you could pop it onto ABC News 24 because it would have the time on the screen. And then I was like, no, because I don't know if 24-hour news channels were a thing back then either. But even so, I think mum was saying how they didn't actually have text on the screen. Oh, okay. So it was just someone chatting. And that, that blew my mind. It's just crazy that that's how you have to get the time. Something that I take for granted because the time is everywhere now. Like, yeah. I can find the time on like a million different, like, bloody microwave at the time. Well, I'll be glad we live in 2021. Speaking of nightmares, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about sleeping habits, dreams. I feel like there's this sweet spot that you never quite really hit. You either don't get enough sleep or you get too much sleep and both of those things make you tired. But also quality of sleep is very important. Yeah. I love that this has become a lifestyle podcast. <laughs> quality of sleep is very important because I can allow 10 hours of sleep. I can go to bed and be like, I have to be up in 10 hours. Yeah. Knowing that I take some time to go to sleep and I might wake up in the middle of the night and I can get my eight hours and still be tired because while you're asleep and you don't remember that waking up during the night, your quality of sleep might be impacted by something. Yeah. And that's always the most annoying feeling because you can't prepare for that. No, you don't know exactly how long it's going to take you that particular night to get to sleep unless you're really tired. You just can't plan that. And that's why I never understand. It's like, okay, I can have this much amount of sleep, but I can't plan when I get to sleep. I also bought an eye mask. I had this like really cheap one that I was using for a while and it was pretty good, but I decided to spring for a bushy one. I was like, you know what? If this is something I'm going to be using regularly, let's go buy a really nice one. Yeah. But I actually found that the cheaper one's better. So I don't know what that's about. Okay. I don't use the new one. Do you want it? No, thank you. Okay. The offer's there. So how often do you dream? Are you someone that dreams every night or just every now and then? And do you remember your dreams? I feel like I can't really say because when I do remember my dreams, is that because that's the time that I've dreamt or do I dream other times and just not remember them? But I'll say I don't remember my dreams every single night. When I do though, I'll have this crazy long dream that's very involved and has many, many scenes, many different scenarios, situations. I find they're quite vivid, they're quite detailed and sometimes they're so completely random. But then there are other times where I'll dream about something that is quite random but when I wake up I think I know exactly why that happened in my dream or that came up it's because the other day I said this to this person or I watched this thing and saw this I kind of get that sometimes I'll be like oh yeah I was talking about that it usually is about a two-day lag for me okay so something that I talked about or thought about randomly won't come up in my dreams until maybe two days later which is a bit random but usually my dreams make absolutely no sense I will dream about people I haven't thought about or seen in years and they randomly just pop up in my dreams and usually the events of my dreams make no sense yeah and I just wake up so confused I have a lot of nightmares though oh right I dream about really horrific things I need to probably stay off Reddit you probably should oh sorry one second I need to be right back one eternity later. Oh, yeah, I'm back. I was just drinking from my glass of water, and I know that there were little particles in it that's so gross. I went and washed it again. Okay. I don't have a dishwasher in my new place, so I have to do everything by hand, and it's creating this anxiety of whether I've washed something enough because I don't want to waste water, but I also want to be clean, so life is a struggle. Life is a struggle, Michelle. Do you find that in your dreams you have control in them and you know what's happening at the time or is it just kind of all just playing out in front of you? Uh, I love the dreams where I have powers. Sure. And I do have control in those dreams. Yeah. And those are the best dreams ever. 
because it feels so real. It's just like, this is how I imagine having superpowers would be like. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're just like, oh, damn. I find that in the dreams where I start to realize, oh, this is a dream. And once that starts to happen, it just ends. I've had that happen maybe maybe two or three times in my life where I'm like, this isn't real. I can do whatever I want. And I remember one of those dreams was just after I graduated from high school, but okay. the dream was in high school. So I was like, oh, I'm back in high school. But wait, didn't I already finish this? And then I was like, oh, this is a dream. I can do what I want. And I started yelling at people. You just started yelling at people like a crazy person. Yeah, I was just like, I can do whatever I want. So I can start telling people what I really think of them. Wow. Did you defecate on your teacher's desk? Still. <laughs> Yes, no. <laughs> no, it was really just a dream where I was yelling at people. But I do have another dream, another high school dream. I have a lot of high school dreams. Yeah. I have one that I'm doing my HSC. This dream comes up a lot. And it's university too. It's always high school, university where I've realized that I had an assignment due or I'm in an exam and I don't know the answers to anything or I haven't submitted the assignment. And it's just like the whole dream is just me freaking out about how I'm going to get bad marks. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh. I'm finished with all of that, but only when I wake up do I realize none of it was real. Oh, wow. So it sounds like an anxiety dream. Yeah, those are the worst dreams. That reminds me, actually, I used to have this dream where I was driving a car, but I was in the back seat of the car. So it's just this struggle of how do I get to the front seat while the car's driving? Yeah, that's a really random dream. I get what you mean. I have a similar one where it's just like this anxiety of like, oh, I need to do this thing, but I can't do it. Yeah. I actually had a work dream once. Oh, gross. <laughs> the job I had at the time was very much about solving problems. Okay. And this felt really real. Like I was looking at my screen and the screen looked like my work screen, but all the numbers and letters were indecipherable. Yeah. In the whole dream, I'm just staring and, oh my gosh, I have to figure this out, but I can't read anything. <laughs> In dreams, though, when you read something, it's like not something that you can read properly or if you try and read it over and over, it keeps changing. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I don't know. I think I read somewhere about how you can't form coherent words in dreams. Sure. One time my brother dreamt that Mel C of the Spice Girls signed an autograph for him and when he got it from her, he read it and it said, stay away from Mel. I don't know what that was all about. That was truly devastating. <laughs> Speaking of memory and remembering things, I know that you said that you have a good long-term memory and not such a good short-term memory. Well, yeah. I am actually the opposite. Do you know what your earliest memory is? Okay, see, I have a problem with this because I never understand how people can answer this question. How do you know what your earliest memory is? How do you know there's nothing else before that? I'm overthinking this, Michelle. I actually do have the earliest memory. So it was definitely before kindergarten. So before I was starting school, I remember having my teddy bear in my hand. Yeah. So I had a teddy bear that I would call TT because I couldn't pronounce Teddy. Oh, that's so cute. I still have him. So I had him in my right hand. I yeah. was crawling on the ground. I wasn't even standing. I think I could walk. I just happened to be in this memory of crawling. Okay. And I was coming out of my bedroom and I remember distinctly the dining table that was there, the house and how it all looked pre-renovations. I remember that really odd looking kitchen that mum had. It was like all pink cabinets. It was probably trendy at the time. Yeah. Okay. And I remember the linoleum floors. I remember at that point they were starting to tear up as well. We got that fixed. Don't worry, everyone. Okay. I'm so glad. <laughs> I remember what I was wearing as well. It was strangely a vivid memory. I remember the curtains, the old couch we had, the TV cabinet that we had. But yeah, no, it was a pretty detailed memory and I can't remember anything before that. But I know that it was definitely very early on in my life. Fair enough. 
You mentioned that that memory was before primary school, which reminded me of something that happened. So it wasn't exactly in primary school, but from what I remember, it was like an orientation before you actually started school. I went to this one day thing where there were teachers there and there were activities and things like that. I remember I didn't want to be there and this teacher was holding me back. It kind of reminds me of like when I hold my cat and he wants to be let free and I put him down, kind of like that. And then I remember her specifically pinching me on my bum. No, she wasn't on my bum. <laughs> no, and I remember her just pinching me on the arm and I don't know if she was trying to get me to behave or what, but yeah, I remember that happened and that was kind of random, but I guess that is also the theme of today. Yeah, so you remember vaguely these memories that happened early on, but you don't necessarily think they're your first memory. That definitely wouldn't have been my first memory, but I can't think specifically of what my earliest memory was. No, I don't know either because my one, I just seem to know this is the first memory. Maybe I've just convinced myself in my mind, but it's just the earliest memory I can remember. Yeah. It's the earliest that I can remember and I definitely, it's just a very specific day that I know happened mm. and I know that I wasn't in preschool. I might have been in preschool. I wasn't in kindergarten yet and it happened. Yeah. It's not a very in-depth memory. It's literally just me crawling on the ground. It just sounds like a typical Saturday night for you, Michelle. I mean, yeah, but... I definitely have other memories like what you say because I remember I have this memory of right before I started kindergarten. It was the night before and I remember distinctly being in my bed, looking out the window and being really excited to start primary school. Mm-hmm. Not sure why. Wow. That was a mistake. <laughs> How I would learn. Apparently in one of my preschools, maybe I was just too young to remember, but apparently there was an abusive teacher that would scream at the kids. Oh, wow. And I was only talking about this with my mom the other day because apparently the advice she got from the psychologist was to not bring it up too much because the lady got arrested and everything. Oh, wow. It wasn't anything too nasty. It was more she had mental health problems, so she would scream at the children. Oh, okay. And she would throw out their lunches. She was very nasty. Okay. I have no memory of this. Apparently, it was a full thing. I got interviewed. The police asked me questions, and they asked all the kids questions. I ended up moving to my second preschool, which I remember. I remember going there, all the friends I had at the time. I remember what that preschool was like. I remember nap time, all that stuff. Yeah. But this first one, I just have no memory of. And apparently it was very dramatic. (laughs) Sounds dramatic. Yeah. So explains a lot. So I want to talk a little bit about habits. I don't like leaving anything in the sink. So once I've finished eating something and used plates or cutlery, I like to wash it as soon as I'm done. Even if I'm cooking, I want to wash everything before I actually sit down and eat because it bothers me when there's something just sitting there knowing that I have to do it. So I just like to get it out of the way and it's done. That's a good habit. Yeah. I would say that that's not bad because I kind of understand that mentality. I don't do that always, but I do it when my kitchen's clean. And I'm like, I want to maintain the cleanliness of this space for as long as possible. But it gets to a point where I'm like, oh, and I just leave it. But no, that's good. That's a good thing that you do, I reckon. Thanks, Shelley. Yeah. I have a lot of bad habits. Surprise, surprise. I jaw clench, which is not good. Jaw clench and teeth grind. Oh, right. Like during the day or when you're sleeping? Yeah. Even just randomly, I'll be playing a game and I'm nervous and I'm doing it. And then when I stop doing it, I'm like, oh, the tension's released tried a lot of home remedies for this, yeah. but I've just accepted that it's something I have to deal with forever. It's part of who I am, Daniel. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Actually, I do remember the dentist asking me once saying, do you grind your teeth when you sleep? And I said, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How can you know that if you're asleep? <laughs> 
I find also I can be quite impulsive, especially with things that I want to get or things that I want to buy. I will focus on this particular thing that I want to get and I won't stop thinking about it until I actually get it. I get that because I can be pretty impatient. Sometimes, not always. Some things yeah. I'm like, whatever. But I can be pretty impatient with stuff like that too. And even today, I bought the steam inhaler and it's not the one I wanted, but I just needed one. I was like, I have to get one now. Because I wanted to get one of those ones that are like a mask and you can put over your face and just breathe in the steam directly. But I've ended up buying this. Like, it's kind of like a humidifier, I guess, but it's the only one they had at the shop. Okay. And I obviously didn't want a dawdle. If I feel like I desperately need something, I can't wait. I just got to go get it. I'm very spring into action that way. I like ordering things online because there's more options, but I also hate it because now I have to wait and I have to keep an eye out for this thing and they'll never leave it at the door. It's probably going to be at the post office, but I have to go to the post office. Fair enough. I do try and have things delivered to the parcel locker, but a lot of the times, especially these days, they're full and they take it to the actual post office. So then I have to go to the post office itself. I'm finding a lot of things are being delivered to me in error as well. So I have to keep taking it to my neighbor. Oh, okay. Well, I just moved into this place not that long ago. We're still getting all this mail. I mean, you did return to send it to a whole bunch of stuff, but then yeah. never sent it back. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, I've been getting those too. I'm really bad at hanging up laundry. I'm not very efficient with the space. Okay. So I tend to just throw things over. Long showers. I have long showers. That's pretty bad. I just get comfortable. <laughs> oh, I do the same, especially in the colder months and the hot water. is oh, just yeah. yeah. But I have to deal with a hot water tank now. So it's kind of forcing me to be better because my shower's only good if it's warm. Exactly. Well, speaking of habits and maybe things that other people do that may annoy you, no tea, no shade, Michelle. I'm not trying to read you or anything. However... I will say one of them is people not responding to messages. The main thing that annoys me is when someone just completely doesn't respond or will respond with, oh, sorry, I was asleep or forgot to reply to this or something like that, which is fine. But then after that, they don't actually address the actual question itself. So so you just get a reply that's like not really a reply. Yeah, I mean, I'm not great with phone etiquette. I know that about myself, but I I try not to do that. Every time I reply to you, for example, I try and address what you're asking me and I try and do it within at least 24 hours. Uh, No, it's fine. I actually, I don't have a problem with you doing that, obviously, because I know the phone is not your number one priority like it is for me. No, because I remember people used to be like, this is a throwback. Confessions. I was on Tinder a few years ago and guys were always like that. I get sometimes it's a conversation just fizzles. Yeah. But then there would be a lot of, I would ask, hey, how are you, Gorge? And you get no reply until a week later. And then they'd be like, oh, sorry, I forgot to reply. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do with that, Craig? Yeah. What am I supposed to do with that? Usually I would just not reply. Well, I think on that kind of platform, though, it's probably because they're seeing someone else in the meantime. And now they're done with that. That didn't work out. So now it's like going back to the drawing board. Yeah. And I guess with Tinder now, there's always the possibility that now they're in the mood again. (laughs) Sure. Something that really does bother me, though, is double dipping. I cannot stand when someone, whether it's, say, dipping a chip or something into the dip, even if you're eating with a spoon or a fork or something from your plate, and then if you put that same utensil that you've used into another jar, I have a problem with that. I'd like to have a dedicated utensil to take and pour things into your plate, and then you have your own one that you're used to eat with. Uh. Do I sound crazy? No, no, 100%. I have the same issue, but I also can't stand breadcrumbs yeah. in the butter. Oh, no, no, no. No. There's no excuse. <laughs> no excuse. Obviously, it's more of a problem with the people you live with, but yeah. it's still, no, not okay. I feel a bit like Brie Vandekamp with this kind of stuff. 
Yeah, but also with double dipping, that's pretty gross. And I feel like there should be a public health order against that. Oh, 100%. For some reason, (laughs) I know it's not a massive deal, but to me, it's like this person's germs are going to now fester in this jar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I can't have that. No, not at all. I also can't stand people eating with their mouth open. What if they can't breathe through their nose and they will die, so they must, then what? Look, exceptions can apply. (laughs) Okay. As long as they have a medical certificate. Yeah, fair enough. No, there's nothing worse than being out at dinner and then there's just one person that's chewing really loudly. It's kind of off-putting. Yeah. I never say anything because of confrontation, no way. But yeah, it's not ideal. It's definitely not ideal. Are you drinking or something? No, breathing. I was just like, what was that? Mm, yeah, just checking in. I'm inhaling the steam this whole episode. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, we can move off this topic because I don't want to come across as negative, even though I am. Yeah. Must maintain your public persona. Yeah. Okay. So what else we got? Okay, so plans. I like to know in advance, for example, if you're going to be doing something with someone on a certain day, I like to know obviously what day it's going to be and also what time or at least an approximate time to know when I'm going to start getting ready, when I'm going to leave, when I'm going to get there. It may sound like I'm very particular, but I guess I am. Are you the person that makes the plans or has someone make the plans for you? In other words, do you initiate I do both. I mean, we can't really be doing those things right now, but I do also initiate because I want to put the effort in there. I'm the complete opposite. It's not something I like about myself, but I guess it's just a chronic fear of rejection. Yeah. I don't want to make the plans and then have them fall through or, you know, it's too much. I completely get that. I'm glad I'm I'm lucky I have you because you make all of our plans. (laughs) I'm expected to, so I have to live up to this role. But you know how many people I've lost contact with all because I don't know how to just keep in touch. I don't have quantity of friends, but I have quality of friends. But that's fair enough because it's a two-way street, right? So if you're not getting that from them as well, then I mean you can't be expected to carry the whole thing. Yeah, but I try and say yes to things as well. You try, but you fail. Well, I'm here, aren't I? Wow. Well, I'm not physically here, but... No, the essence of you is here. It's fine. Correct. Sure. It's not like a malicious thing either. I don't know. I'm just not good at initiating. I never have been. I don't even like inviting people to my birthday. I don't think I've had a birthday celebration in years because I feel, oh, I don't want to put people out of their way. (laughs) To make them celebrate you. Yeah. You. What was that? Remember that episode where I was telling a story and then I ended the story with you and you were making fun of me for it? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Michelle, but that does sound like me. I think it was a customer service episode. Actually, no way. I do remember it was when you were talking about the company that would say order direct through them next time because the app usually plays up. And then you said that the app only plays up with you. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to wrap up in a second. But before we do, here's a word from our sponsor. Oh, fantastic furniture. No, Michelle. Ever have trouble reading the room? Want some sage advice or just need a friend to think out loud with? Introducing the Good Chat National Helping Us Helping You Hotline. When in doubt, call us up. We'll help you out. Hi, I'm at a dinner party and I'm not sure what I should talk about. Oh, look, probably doesn't matter because everyone in the room hates you anyway. Hi, I'm not sure if I've left the iron on at home. What are you doing out? We're in the midst of a pandemic. Please hold while I call Crime Stoppers. Hi, I've just shut myself. What do I do? Are you an idiot? What the f*** is wrong with you? What are you waiting for? Call the Good Chat National Helping Us Helping You hotline now. That number is 0055 Good Help. That's 0055 4663 4357. Our eager employees are waiting to take your call now.
course costs $14 per 15 second blocks. May not provide actual help. You're better off asking Google. Okay, so I think that's everything we were going to talk about. I mean, this episode was a bit all over the place. We didn't really have a plan. But we got there in the end, I think. This was just some real talk, some real authentic conversation. Yeah, authentic, kind of like a personality. Oh, aren't you kind? Always. So what have we learned? Too much, probably. Indeed. We talked about memory. We talked about dreams. We talked about... Honestly, I even forget what we talked about. Don't worry, Michelle. You can just listen back to the podcast. But I think what we're going to be doing after this probably is overthinking a lot of things that we did talk about. I'm probably going to not love how I sound over the phone and with a sore throat, but we make do. Yeah. And thank you so much for your efforts today. I'm a professional. What can I say? Yeah. So the moral here is, Michelle, make sure you reply to messages and make sure that you don't double dip because that's just gross. I make no promises in life. Australia loves you just the way you are, Michelle. Well, they should. Indeed. If anything, being in lockdown has taught me is that we just take things as they come day by day and hopefully coming out of this, I will be a bit more laid back with the whole plan thing. Wow, I love this personal growth for you. Sure. So yeah, Michelle, thank you again. And I hope that you enjoy the remainder of your day and get up to all sorts of no good. Thank you. Likewise. This has been good chat. Wait, is that your life? <laughs> Michelle, do you want to get fired? This has been good chat. Good chat and stay safe. Yes. All right, that's it. Bye, Michelle. Bye. I'll stop recording now. Yep.